episode of Made of Dreams. Today, I wanted to break down a buzzword that I've been hearing a lot and wondering, what does that mean? So I'm curious if you've been hearing people say things like embodiment and getting grounded and wondering, am I? (laughs) I have been. So I did a little digging and here's what I found. Embodiment is basically the relationship between our physical being and our energy. And embodiment practices use the body as a tool for healing through self-awareness, mindfulness, connection, self-regulation, and self-acceptance. Amazing. That's stuff I'm already into. Does that mean I'm grounded? So that led me down another rabbit hole. When we're grounded, we feel present in our bodies, calm and certain of what we need to do. Having good body awareness is how conscious and connected you are to your own body. It's like going through your day with a sense of ease and grace. That made me wonder, what are signs of being unbalanced or not having great body awareness? And thank you, Google. Here's a couple. Clumsiness, being uncoordinated and off balance. Also, rough body contact meaning like intense hugs or kind of not knowing your own strength, dropping things a lot. Those were a few of the indicators of not having great body awareness. I've also been listening to this book called The Body Keeps the Score. I've heard about it for a couple years and I finally downloaded it from my library app and it's all about how trauma is stored in our bodies and it's really interesting. I don't know if it's a read for everybody. There's There's quite a few stories about intense trauma, um, so it might not be for everyone, but it also talks about subtle trauma and how that can be just as devastating. One thing in that book that I related to was when he spoke about panic attacks. And if you've ever had a panic attack, you might have experienced that after you have one, then you're really afraid of having another one. And sometimes that can lead to over-controlling and hypervigilance. And he talks about how when people are chronically angry or scared, they have constant muscle tension, which can lead to spasms and migraines and, and physical pain and symptoms. The book also talks about how people can become addicted to trauma because even though it's traumatic, it makes them feel alive. So they sometimes return to dangerous situations again and again. It's very interesting. Um, I'm Right now I'm at the part where he's talking about 
treatments to basically free the trauma and become embodied. So, so far he's mentioned top-down healing, meaning starting with the brain and things like talk therapy and medicine. And then also the reverse would be bottom up, starting in the body with things like yoga and breath work. And anyway, if you're like me and you're interested in neuroscience and psychology, you might like this book. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. That was a bit of a side journey there from what I wanted to talk about today, which kind of does tie into that. So basically, embodiment and being present in your body and things that maybe keep us from that. There's a woman named Kate Northrup, and she says that when we have these stress cycles that we go through, and we have to complete the stress cycle to close the tab. So if you're like me, I open all kinds of tabs. Like literally on my phone right now, I think I have 60 tabs open. And I know that slows it down, but I, I might go back and look at that stuff. But in our body, that's not great. So if we have all of this stress and we're not closing the tab, then we can become clogged. Another good example, when I was just recording this podcast, I have a couple things open on my computer and I got what I call the spinning wheel of death. If you have a MacBook, then you know. And we need to finish processing those emotions and the stress or our body holds on to it. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. That's why exercise can feel really good <laughs> sometimes. It's like kickboxing. That's a really good one to help process emotions or why a good cry feels amazing. In my job as a stylist, I took a course on gua sha. What's that? Well, you've probably seen all the people on Instagram using rollers and stones in their skincare. That's based on gua sha, a traditional Chinese medicine practice that has been used for centuries to help people feel better. Wildling was created to support overall well-being with beauty solutions grounded in the connective force of plants, stones, and the cosmos. It was founded by three women, an acupuncturist, herbalist, and holistic esthetician. And let me tell you, the stones really are magic. They're made from sustainable BN stone, which has over 40 minerals known for their healing properties. My favorite gua sha of all time is their Empress Stone, which fits perfectly in your hand and it helps to depuff your face and smooth out those fine lines and wrinkles. It's the perfect Botox alternative. And I always carry their Empress Wand in my bag to help melt away jaw tension or get rid of headaches before they get bad. If you're interested in gua sha and want to try it out, head over to wildling.com, W-I-L-D, ling.com and use the code ashley10 for 10% off of your order. By the way, I was just doing some reading and found that they, I think it was Dr. Hillary McBride who said weeping guttural tears are so toxic that they could kill a small rodent. And so when we are suppressing our tears or holding them in, we're basically swallowing that. It's not good for us. So have you ever noticed like an animal, if they have a stressful situation, they will get up and shake, like literally shake it off. We can actually do that too, but other forms of movement also work like dancing. And like I mentioned before, kickboxing or things like that. I also love breath work, but one thing that 
was kind of surprising, but not super surprising, is that laughter also helps complete the stress cycle. Laughter and pleasure are both healing as well, as well as sound, singing or humming, and even screaming if you're into that. It's amazing what our bodies know and how they're telling us what they need all the time if we're willing to listen. I feel like the older I get, the more tuned in I am, and I notice... Actually, I just noticed the other day when I was nervous about something that I kind of feel tense in the middle of my back. Or I've noticed before, like, if I'm standing at work, sometimes I'm, like, gripping the floor with my toes, which is not good. I need to release that tension. And ladies, we also need to pay attention and make sure we aren't gripping in our pelvic floor all the time. You know how they say, like, Kegels? which those are really great exercises, but when you're doing a Kegel, you're squeezing that muscle. You also need to be able to fully release and relax and breathe into your pelvic floor as well. Um, On that note, our bodies are amazing, and I'm fully in a season of trying all these different modalities to move and release that physical tension and stress and become my most embodied self. And I feel like my body's telling me that that's what I need. Actually, the other day I was doing a guided meditation and it had you check in with yourself and ask like what you need. And literally, I just like in my brain, I just heard move your body. (laughs) And so I am taking that to heart and I'm listening. And I hope that we're all listening to our bodies um, because they're amazing and When you're moving your body, you can't help but be tuned in and therefore present and embodied and grounded. So yay! That's all for today. Next week, I will be back with a brand new episode featuring singer-songwriter Summerlin Powers. We had a really great conversation, so make sure you come back for that. And in the meantime, I would love it if you would leave me a rating or a review. It really helps out. I'm going to leave you with a song of mine. And remember... Keep dreaming. Mm-hmm.